0: With the mic,
1: on everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, the mic. For the love, the mic. And you already know you're locked in with your host, DJ J. So it's another special episode of the mic. Welcome back, for y'all that missed me, I know y'all did, just a, just a little bit, I know you missed me just a little bit Man, we back with another Thanksgiving special, man, I got my guy in the studio But before we introduce this guest today, cause you know we ain't here with another special guest I gotta let y'all know, man, what I'm thankful for, man Um, And this year, I- I've been through a lot of trials and tribulations, you know, moving and new gigs, new career paths and new, 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 new sponsors and so much other things that's coming in, uh, hosting on iHeartRadio, thank you, shout out to iHeartRadio, uh, shout out to Hit Nation Empire, you know, we've been doing really great things this year and I just want to say that I'm, I'm thankful for, for all my blessings, I'm thankful for, for, for the universe for blessing me with so much, you know, and I can't, I can't, I couldn't be more grateful, you know, I, I just really couldn't, you know what I mean, so. While we on the topic of being thankful, I'm thankful we got another guest. And y'all want to know who it is. It's who is Matthews. So let them know who you are, bro.
0: What's up, y'all? How's it <laughs> going, everyone? Uh Thank you, DJ J-So, for having me on. You already know. Yeah, uh, my name is Matthews. I'm an artist out of Bucks County, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly. Yes, sir. So that's who I am.
1: Yeah. So look, look, you gotta give him more detail than that, bro. You got, you gotta let him. So you let him know where you was from. Sure. You, you let him know it's close. It ain't Philly, Philly quite, but it's, it's Philly. It's yeah, all yeah, Philly absolutely, love, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but tell us a little bit about like who you are. When did you start? Uh, you know, get interested in the music and start getting into you know being a creative?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, what I can say is I've been making music my whole life. Yeah um, I started playing guitar when I was a kid Facts. You know, like 12, 13 years old uh, But before that even I've always had an interest in music uh, You know, I can distinctively remember you know, this uh, this Beach Boys movie. Know, okay. You know, Beach Boys, but... Um, I know the Beach Boys. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> five, uh, being five years old and, like, playing drums to the pots and pans in my living room. Uh, so, yeah, like, I've always been very musically inspired and, like, always kind of wanted to be a rock star.
1: Okay, uh, rock. As a child, so... Now, that that's interesting because the some of the songs that I have heard from you feature some, maybe, like, some pop style. I even seen a little bit of rap yeah, style yeah, in absolutely, your music. So, absolutely. explain that how the you started getting into more of like the pop and the hip-hop music versus having the
0: ideology like when i grew up and be a rock star yeah absolutely so definitely started out on like a punk rock tip when i was yeah. a kid uh you know that's some of the bands that my sister showed me were like reliant k simple plan uh you know blank 182 okay definitely on that kind of vibe. i know I some people
1: that can relate
0: yeah absolutely so I was definitely on that vibe, but, like, I remember very distinctively hearing, like, the first Eminem song I heard in, like, second grade. And I think it was when, like, the Marshall Mathers LP dropped. Yep. You know, saying words that I had no idea what they were, like, asking my my friends or their older brothers, like, you know, what what they are and, like, everything like that. Um, I really didn't get, like, put on, put on to hip-hop, though, until I was just ending high school, uh, at the beginning of college. Okay. Um, yeah, so, definitely got into, into more hip-hop-inspired sounds, and I really didn't start, like, rapping, rapping until, like, three years ago, though. Okay,
1: so that's, yeah, for, like, what, 2019?
0: Yeah, yeah, so it was right before the pandemic. Right. It was right before the pandemic. I had just, uh, just spent we some time before. out in Panama, Okay. And, um, you know, was doing some volunteer work down there and just came back, got in the cannabis industry. And a good friend of mine and a producer, homie, like, slipped me a pack of beats and was just like, yo, like, check these out. And, like, there was this one beat on there that I, like, was obsessed with for whatever reason. I was just like, yo, I'm just going to try this, like. You know, I was super used to like freestyling with my homies in the car, right. like, you know, in the cipher, hitting the block the day. Of course. So like always freestyle with my uh for my friends back in college. Right.
1: We all we all go through that. You absolutely get caught in the dorm room, college yeah. cipher. Yeah. Like who who knows how to rap in here? Like.
0: Right, right, of course. But even then, like I was always in punk rock right. and um metal bands. Like I was yeah. a screamer, I was a vocalist. So, you know, like, my my idols growing up were, like, you know, guys like Spencer Chamberlain and uh, Oliver Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. Um, you know, bands like Under Oath and, uh, you know... Uh, he, day, he dishing out them names, man. He yeah, dishing yeah, them, day them out today. The like, I, I... You know, they're, they're, like, the sounds of my childhood. Right. But again like uh, coming out of high school going into college and like just getting into cannabis as well like it it kind of like created and like being showed hip-hop in like a deeper sense of not just like you know this is people rhyming words together but in a deeper sense of like no this is this is where this comes from and this is like the culture behind it and this is the deep deep history Behind mm-hmm. like why like how these beats get put together and like what is an 808 and like where these snares came from were like Facts. all records. So like that fascinated me. And like at the same time
1: You you talk um go ahead, go Yeah, before, before you before you for you because you was going in, you letting yeah, us know yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, But um, man, I talk a lot, No, man. I wanted to Super I wanted to just highlight the point where you said um Eminem. Eminem when Eminem came out, um not even just as from, let's look at it from a music standpoint first, right? Sure. When Eminem came out, um, his type of rap, just the speed rap in general was very new. Yeah. That's the first thing. And it was done by very few people, um, especially, um, you know, people who are popular. Like you you maybe have like what, like Twister, who maybe was successful at that form of rap at the time. Right. Um, And then when you had Eminem, someone who was looked at. Um, possibly at the time a culture virtue, which eventually he diminished all, all questionable, reasonable doubt if M was a culture virtue because he was part of the culture and truly so. Um,
0: interesting conversation. That, to have. Yeah, no, it That's is. I'm down it, for it. I'm down for it. No,
1: it is. And it was crazy is when you get inspired by a person like that, like. I think that's really the start of seeing something, seeing someone's potential, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people weren't Eminem fans at the time because they felt like they didn't want to be part of the fad or be part of the fads back then. Now they call them trends. And so um, then to say, like, all right, I can see, like, some similarities. I can see how, like, everything that I was, like, experiencing with punk rock and then, like, I'm hearing this 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 beat these beats mm-hmm. and like yo like i can see myself spitting a rhyme. like yeah. i can see like it's it's crazy to get insp- how the music itself right. yes can yes. literally inspire you to yes. do yeah. something that you wouldn't have normally done
0: inspiration is wild like that and so like you know i, I, I will speak you know speak on the the cultural vulture conversation yeah you know just because look look i'm built for it
1: yeah absolutely i'm
0: built for whatever kind of criticism might come my way in music right and i think like if you're going to do this if you're going to like make it your main thing you got to be ready right absolutely um so in that sense like yeah like i don't think and you know i will say that though like there are definitely people out there that are actively like you know more on like an industry business sense like watching for the trend and trying to see what's hot and, like, you know, trying to c- capture that sound and, like, capture that moment, that flash in the pan that makes whoever famous and, like, then you're exactly. trying to copy and paste that. Now, that's not what I'm doing. Like, I, I you know, as far as, like, what, who really inspired me, like, at, different than Eminem were, like, artists like Nas and Kanye. Like, for right. sure. Um, you know, Dark Fantasy, absolutely. And, you know, other lesser known, like, I was listening to Kendrick when he did, um, when he did, uh, the um, uh, Section Eighty, right? You know, so like that's when I got into Kendrick early college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like those are that's that like, mixtape creative, era right uh, there. Mixtape era, um, overly dedicated man, like that. Those hard. Yeah. But um, yeah. Like I remember seeing Nas back in 2014 at the Kessick Theater up yeah. in Glenside, and they per- he performed Illmatic, the album, front to back. So, like, it was the 20-year anniversary. Right. He, uh, you know, did a documentary. Right. On every single track. So, it was, like, about how the track was produced, the samples that it came from, the the producers, like, the records that they were taking the the pictures from and everything. Right. And they played. And then, so, after the documentary played, he came out, New York State of Mind and just played the whole record.
1: Absolutely. See, what's crazy is, it's crazy, like... Even now, we this is we're talking about something that happened fifteen, t- almost twenty years ago, right? Yeah. And still, now it's close it, to thirty. It, so this Don't is what worry. I'm saying. It's like we're we're using moments that, like, pretty much even before, like, some of us were even born, right? Yeah. And we can use them, use these nostalgic moments to create new sounds, to create new music. Mm-hmm. So I guess for us, tell us. For me and the, the people that's watching, for the people that's tuned good transition. in, a good transition. I like it. You, you, tell okay. us, I, I hear you. Go ahead. tell us what, how you utilize um, these the, these nostalgic moments in yes. your music. Tell us some of the songs um, you Absolutely. may have created that capture some of
0: those moments in your life. For sure, for sure. So it's funny you say that. So on the nostalgic, uh, you know that that's a key word for me because even my name Matthews comes from. Uh, the show Boy Meets World. Yep. So in Boy Meets World, it's about this kid named Corey Matthews, mm-hmm. right? And it's about his growing up. He starts in what is it, sixth grade? He meets a girl. He's got a best friend. It's about his struggles and his path through his life, yep. you know, uh, getting married, encountering drugs, having sex, like whatever it is, right? Girls, yeah. friends, uh, school, teachers, whatever it is, you know? Yep. So when i even came up with the name matthews it was all based on like a very 90s like nostalgic um you know, we love the 90s man absolutely <laughs> and even speaking on that like the the music yeah that i'm kind of i feel like i'm making in the, the style that i'm kind of pioneering i would say is like also based on the, those punk rock inspirations and those alternative rock inspirations and right that i that i had when i was a kid
1: it's interesting though like i hear this often where a lot of artists don't really want to be caught inside this box right no one yes. wants to be caught inside a box right. so you end up creating um these these cross breed of sounds yeah um like like uh, just an example is just like what um dj crazy has done with the shake that music taking a originally a, a Baltimore club sound that then was adopted by Philly later and uh Jersey DJs and taking that and saying like now I'm gonna create this take this new style of rap like this yeah. and we're gonna put it over mm-hmm. a party style beat and make it fun. Right. Like when you when you do these things or even early on early Wayne let's take it back to two thousand and eight and two thousand and nine when Wheezy Man. Um, yeah come on like when yeah. when when they dropped um uh, high school with Nicki Minaj or uh, prom queen on uh, his his rock album. You mm. like these things? Um, actually, or was that was that on a Carter three? It might have been on a Carter three, if I'm not mistaken. But it, it,
0: yeah, and that I, was I, uh, that was definitely um, rebirth. Rebirth, right? So yeah, that was the rock they album.
1: take that. Yeah, so it was the it was the rock album. So the I, the I to take these ideals because um, and even now with Lil Uzi Vert, yeah. Um, create taking this this hip-hop style Shag, and creating yeah hip-hop slash rock star right, and take yeah. having these these uh rock momentums inside hip-hop beats yes typically traditionally a hip-hop beat but then adding that rock momentum well, to create these like and yeah exactly. mosh kit Kettles. style so,
0: so let me ask you this yeah like, we
1: for you when does it become rock it's it's not it's it's not it was never see this is the thing
0: it's that's what the problem. Is it's music, exactly. That's where where I'm kind of music. going with it is like, music is borderless, yeah. and you know it's super important. And you know, I'll bring it back uh, full circle. Like I think it's super important to pay homage to, you know, pioneers of different sounds, right? Right. Absolutely. Um. So like, there, there's one artist that I can say that I don't think I, I sound like in the sense of my style but like you know when people ask me like what kind of music i make like i always say i'm bring me horizon meets pop okay. smoke okay um because why you say that why you te- tell us why you say that before you go yeah ahead. yeah for sure so something and you know speaking on like the the melding of styles yeah i would say like, i kind of call myself like alternative drill
1: okay oh that's interesting
0: Yeah. go and, ahead and the reason is because in especially in like the last few songs that i've wrote this last one that i just dropped and, like, kind of where I'm taking the style in the future is, like, it's oh, technically over drill beats. Um, right. But then it's bringing those alternative rock vocals and, like, those big melody lines and, like, even yells and some screams right. over top. Like right. Like, those, those, tri- tri- you know, those triplet speaking hats. Speaking,
1: we gonna digress, we gonna digress. Because, yeah, yeah. like, speaking of this guy's performances, man, if you That's haven't caught him yet, this That's is how we, how we met. We met through a... Uh, um, an open house here at Rec, and this guy is an extreme performer. And like when he says them screams, you know, some people just kind of just do it.
0: That means a lot, yo. Yeah,
1: you you hit it, you hit it right, and you got people to actually gravitate towards you. Thank you. And man. I think that's what's important. Um, when you're capturing, you're trying to capture attention when you're growing your independent artist. Yeah. Um, the first thing I noticed with doing this interview with you is you try to take um different pointers from different aspects of music. You're not staying in one box. You're not you're you're keeping your music formless, right? Mm -hmm. Um and and that's a great thing because that says, hey, my potential, yes, it kinda limits my direction, Mm -hmm. but then it puts my potential capacity, you know, extremely high. Yeah
0: and that's what you want as an artist. So, yeah, in terms of that, you know, we we're talking about being experimental, yeah. like not wanting to be defined in one box. Like so JSO kind of walked in on me uh, writing over like a piano ballad type beat. Yeah. And that's just I think is one and I, I have a I have a song out on Spotify called February 13th. It's a, kind of a different take on Valentine's Day. It's kind okay. of like a Fuck you, Valentine's Day song. Okay, and it's coming up. We we ain't got too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean it's already out, but like I'm definitely gonna be pushing it yeah. for Valentine's Day again. But it's a piano ballad, and um yeah. I think it's just uh it speaks to the artistic range that I am trying to cultivate. As far as like what I'm, uh, what I am allowed to put out, right? Right. So when I do put out a piano ballad, maybe my fan base that do, that do does like the screams or does like the raps aren't as right. good. They're not may not may not be as offended. Um, okay. Or when I put out like you know something that's more bars, like I've already have kind of set that. Standard in like my prior releases of like yo no 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 absolutely don't get it twisted like I'm a rapper as well
1: Mm -hmm. because I could do that and I think it's important to be able to showcase like when you have multiple talents Mm. I think it's important to be able to showcase I can do both yeah not just one I can do both Uh, and I think people forget that as as human beings just like we can be. Uh, we can multitask, we can be multi-talented. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I'm not just a DJ. As you can see, I'm a host too. Um, And I'm not just a host. I manage it, a I do what we do. We we're, we have the capacity to do a, a variety of things. And I think it's always important to be skilled at, at your, your craft, what you yeah. really want to focus on and pursue. But it's never a bad thing, you know, to have an extra skill or two.
0: So it's funny you say that. I think there's something to be said for removing your ego from Absolutely. what you're trying to do. Absolutely. So when I first started, when I first said Matthews and when I first said that word, what I wanted to do was like really more of a rust route where I was like producing everything, mixing everything, mastering mm. everything, and, and Talk to us. everything and trying to do everything by myself. Right. But that's a lot of ego speaking. Right. Because... What I had to do And what I ultimately did do Was re- take my ego Completely out of it And say look Like what are you The best at Writing You're a good writer Okay cool Sounds good Let's write Absolutely See Let's let's put production down For a sec Not right? that we can't come back To it one day But let's write Because you like writing You're a good rapper You're, good, you're a good lyricist you're, You make good melodies Let's just do that Let's focus on that Like hone that craft
1: You, you know you can, what else Comes from
0: that What's that
1: When you do that You say, I'm going to put the production down. I'm going to focus on the writing, right? Yeah. And then while you're sitting there writing, like, you get that, like me, you get somebody that walk in on you. Oh, what you doing? I'm I'm writing this new song. Yo, I love that. Can I record you? Yeah, Now you done found somebody that wanted to do the production because you was focusing on doing you, and then you found somebody that wanted to do them, and then now y'all
0: connection and like i've been in studio situations where it's like yo people are just playing beats who's who's got a hook who's got a hook and like you know how it is like sometimes like those hooks just get sent to you in the studio right there and it's like yo matthew's got a hook ready like you know no wait exactly um but not but in that same vein like when i started recording and started seeing my engineer record me i was able to start picking up different things game exactly so like and then i you know i already have my own recording equipment because i was like had been trying to make beats right like prior um and like who doesn't love just like having good audio quality right like absolutely good music comes through this a1 right so like it, but it gave me the ability like okay i see what he's doing like i see how right. he's using these plugins like i can do this yeah you know so then that started with me making my own demos and like all right maybe i'm not mixing the whole song by myself yet but like now i can get a scratch track out and that's saving me time at the studio because i already practiced my delivery
1: i hope y'all listening
0: it's it's gems all i'm gonna keep going for you like i already practiced my delivery or when you do get good enough dude you can just you can just track your own vocals Take them to the studio with you. All you got to do then is lay down your ad libs, and your engineer's mixing the song. You can have your homie come out and do a video for you. Like, I think it's really about um, maximizing the capacity, like, of your reach. Right, exactly. And not even reach as far as, like, social media engagement. But like, oh, we, we ain't even get into that yet. Right. We
1: ain't, this ain't one of those... I don't even think this one is going to be one of those episodes. Because sometimes I do get tapped into that aspect of, like, well, what's the importance of social media? No,
0: no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, reach as far as, like, what is your personal ability and, like, how much of your personal will can you exert to your art to make that come to fruition?
1: Right. right. And so, that's something different. That's a, that's a different kind of reach. You right. know, like... That's like looking at, okay, like how much time do I have available today? Just to break this down. And you let me know if I'm going way left of what you meant. No, 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 no. no. You're good, man. Like how much time do I have available today to uh, work on a new endeavor or a new project? Um, What people do I have available to me that can help me with maybe production or help me with recording a video um, or maybe even sit down with me and look at what I'm writing and be like, hey, Maybe you change that one word or this word, and yeah. it, like literally help me piece everything together. Maybe I know an event planner that can help me put together a show or sure. um, a, a release party or a listening party or something of that nature, and that's what he means by reach. Am I
0: yeah, absolutely. And, and in that same vein, like choosing like what what you can do in yeah. a certain situation. Like I make most of my covers like yeah. for uh, my cover art. It's oftentimes something very simple. Easy. It, right. But then if I if I do want something, you know, I want something special and I want it to look a certain way, like, I'm not afraid to, pay to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we in, in that culture. same vein, you have to be like, look, if a cover costs $100. Yeah. That's that's resources right there. So, like, yeah. Yeah. if you can, if you can finesse somehow we doing your cover yourself. Culture. All right. That's $100. You can keep. To putting towards playlisting, absolutely. So it, it's really about, and for me, like that's what it was about maximizing what I am able to do by myself while not sacrificing
1: mm-hmm. the, quality the quality of
0: the art. Exactly.
1: Woo! bomb. I had to drop it for that one, man. Go like, ahead. no, cause no, seriously, the that's the key. I, I I'll never tell a person, like, just spend all your money on everything or just try to do everything yourself because no. both of those opinions kind of steer you in the wrong direction or might give you that wrong idea or mindset um, about this industry because essentially, like you said, it wasn't like, oh, um I- I'm just going to do everything myself. No, you was like, I just want to, number one, I want to focus on the thing that I feel I want to be the most skilled at. Yeah. Then secondly, I'm only going to eliminate what I know I can do right. with Without sacrificing the yes, quality, yes. Like,
0: and that's the key. Um, major gym, right? And I feel like people, and look, I made this mistake. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still learning. Like, let me just say that. But like, so, so I made this mistake early on in my career, where it was like I just wanted to go fast, right? And I just wanted to put music out and put put out a video and, and put out a song and and, and drop an EP and, and right and content, content, content without giving the the quality like the, in the not to say that the songs weren't quality no it's not it's and not, not the to songs. say that the the visuals weren't quality but then I slacked on the marketing because I was mm. so trying to do the art aspect that like the marketing then wasn't quality.
1: See that tugging that pull, man. Exactly. That tugging that pull. It be like on this hand. I'm trying to make the greatest product yo, I could possibly come you up. You could with. have
0: the dopest, dopest song. You could. Have, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you, whoever you are, artist. You could have the most fire, fire song. And if you man. don't have people that are actively tuning into that song, or you don't have an active audience, it doesn't matter, yo. Like, talk it to. Really doesn't matter. Like, you can do it organically. You can. But like, if you're in a <laughs> position like me, where like, look. When I started my Instagram, yeah. there wasn't a large portion of my following that were, like, hip-hop. Right. So, like, to get them to engage, to get them to share, to get them to comment, to get them to tap all the way in, mm-hmm. that's hard, yo. It takes and I'm time. not saying it's not, it's not possible, because to build that fan base is going to happen. And I, yeah. I got people in my DMs, like, yo, bro, I'm so glad I found yep. your music. But that didn't come without... Making sure I'm I'm posting every day, making yeah. sure that the the content I am posting is quality. Yeah. Making sure that I am showing up to interviews and getting press, and and making content and doing the things outside of just the music that are ultimately going to get me to achieve my dreams. Yep.
1: Honestly, I think, and it's hard. It's this is like the hardest pill for a lot of people to swallow. And I'm I'm because it's not it's not easy. Like you said, it's it's not not easy. It's the hardest pill to swallow because. It's what you, your, your your admiration, your aspirations. Like, yeah. you're like, yo, I seen this person do this, this, that. And yeah. I like, if I really have a good, pro- like, when you believe in something, that's part of belief. It's like you right. can't see, you can't hear it, you can't touch it, you can't smell it, but you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, And when you feel that way about something, it kind of, again, that's another thing that kind of puts that uh capacity limiter on you because you're like, now, um you're boxing your own self in you're not being open to the possible other possibilities like hey if you s- took time to focus on writing that mm-hmm. so you might find a producer first that gives you a, a extra jump in the right. studio that yeah. you wasn't getting yeah. in your home studio yeah. before like if
0: you if you're better if if you hone that skill and you show up to the studio and you're writing down sick hooks People are gonna look to you for those hooks. They're gonna mm. look to you in those opportunities for writing and whatever
1: it is. Because right. that was for you in your case. That like, that's what punched that. That's what punched it home for you. But yeah. some people, it's like it'll be engineering. It might be production. Could be DJing. Could be DJing. Could be hosting. Could so you never know what that could be. Um, and then that and that's what just to go back to what I was saying on that other end. That's where it is, is how you market that, how you're pushing that. Um, when you, when, if you have that mindset where, just to kind of digress, when you have that mindset, we was talking about where you wanna do everything yourself, you're not around anybody to give you ideas when it comes to the pushing side now. Now you're the bomb right. on the creative, you ate one on the creative side, but then you don't have anyone to feed off when it comes to pushing all of that creative stuff you made. Mm-hmm. So then, then we've, you have the mindset where, you want to just pay, 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 pay. You have, like, so much to push, but then, like, you need, you're struggling to come up with content to push. So, because you're not being creative enough. So, that's where this, that's the balance, the tug and pull. Yeah. You got to, you you got to have a balance. So, it's not a tug and pull for you. You
0: just, you in the wave. Yeah. And it's your wave. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um. I think there's something to be said for uh, moving methodically, yeah, and being intentional, yeah, and not just like going willy-nilly with with everything, you know. I'll speak on an artist that you know i've I've been lucky to be in the studio with um a couple times uh Armani White, yeah, you know, major. it, it, it looks like he blew up overnight, bro. <laughs> But there's over 10 years of hard, hard, hard work that went into getting that post and getting that song. Like, imagine, like, you don't write a Billie Eilish if you didn't write the hundred songs that you wrote before that. No, absolutely. Like, it doesn't come like that. And sometimes it does. I'm not, dude, you know what really bothered me? What? Go ahead. It bothered me in the sense of, like, Damn that's crazy Are you gonna talk
1: like, about The Catch Me Outside girl
0: No 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 no, no. Alright Whatever <laughs> that, That'll that happen The <laughs> So no I, I saw I came across this dude On TikTok Or yeah. uh, Instagram or something And he was like It was like The story so far post And I was like Oh this is dope content Yeah But he was like Yeah like during the pandemic I wrote a song and you know, I had never made music before, and I wrote a song, and I like posted it once, and I I, I pretended like my mom was making the beat, and it went super viral overnight, and now I'm famous. And now I do music full time. I'm like, damn, bro, like I've really been putting in work for like three years now. And, like, damn, this side just makes one top and goes super viral. viral. But, like that, it just shows you that like that can happen. Yeah, it can. It can. perfect
1: you know what's crazy is like the moments. You, you, I, it's this t- talk about the moment, right? That moment was something that came up, came up in his mind at that moment to say, "Yeah, All right, I'm just gonna pretend my mom made this beat and just see what what it does." Yeah. He didn't know it was gonna go viral. No, right? he hes- no hesitation. It was just the same thing as he did a hundred times before. Came up with an idea, executed on it, and looked at the results. No hesitation that's really all it is in any at any moment like maybe that break didn't come for you yet yeah. where you feel like oh i put this piece of content out i've been pushing it super right. hard and it didn't get what i wanted or it's sh- oh, this
0: one should have blew up like
1: you can't get caught in that you just yeah. gotta continue to you know pedal forward not backpedaling pedal forward um and and push to that next project and like you said you had a valentine's day track we talked about Valentine's Day Comes up every year That's your A moment in time To be like Oh foot on a gas pedal You hit it every year Exactly <laughs> Like Here's this Valentine's Day track You right. know And it's a different perspective right. And you could come up With visuals Like maybe last year You didn't have a video This year You do have a video this
0: guy's me Great, great it, ideas right like, now Like <laughs> And you
1: No know, And then this is what I like to do For, for my people My people that tune in Cause I, I got a lot Of loyal listeners I'm so grateful For you guys That have been you, yeah, Locked in it. with me For the last whew, like, Few years now We've been doing this show, um, the guests, the, the like the game that's been dropped here. Like I'm grateful. Like I said, I'm grateful for everything. Um, but while we on the subject of being grateful, I'm gonna play a little game here. We do this every now and again. Let's do it. We play a little game. We have some fun here. So today we're just gonna do like, um, uh, ready? What are you most thankful for? Like a version of Would You Rather? Right. So, Matthews. Let's get it. We're gonna start with the first one. The first one is. And this is interesting because we're talking about music, right? Sure. Would you rather have, or would you be more grateful or thankful, because it's Thanksgiving, would you be more thankful for a career that is popular, where a lot of people know you, but you don't make much money? Or would you be more thankful for a career where not a lot of people knew you, but you were successful and made a lot of
0: money? Yo, let me say this, man. All I really want is like a thousand dedicated fans, like that. I don't need to make them like millions and millions of dollars, bro. Like I'm gonna be happy if I'm just doing so, music full time. So wait,
1: so which is it? So is it the popular or is it the success?
0: It's the success. See, he said, "Give me the money." he
1: said, wait, I wait, need wait. the success. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly, it, exactly. The success, yo. Yeah, yeah. the success.
1: Because sometimes popularity is is cool, but it don't pay the bills. Exactly. You get everybody knows you, but then like no one's buying your product.
0: Right. And like <laughs> speaking to that viral moment, like you could very well have that viral moment, right? Yep. But okay, if you got a viral moment, but you don't actually know how to write music, you get signed, you get a deal, but now you can't recoup on that deal because you're not actually a musician. And now you in debt. Right. And they calling you, right? Like, where's my money? <laughs> but that's the thing. But it's like if you're, and I'm not saying that obviously that happens all the time. Yeah, but like it if does. you have that,
1: you know, less than less than five percent are artists success. Less there are less than five percent successful artists that are assigned to major labels. That should tell you something.
0: Hmm. Yeah, gem. But uh, <laughs> just, to, just to say, like, man, lost my train of thought. But it was on the, um...
1: the thankful question. we going to know. Yeah, we well, yeah. well, so we'll play another one. We'll number two. Another. So yes, number sure. two. Now, number two. Would you be more thankful for a partner who is supportive of your career, but can, like, they show up to everything, they'll come out, they'll take photos, but they don't really have any money to offer towards the funding part? Yes. Or would you be more grateful for a partner who, who can never give you their time. They can never show up to nothing. But they'll send you a cash app faster than anything.
0: Uh, Support.
1: Support. Support. Support, support, support. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I would choose. So let, let us know why. Why would you choose support?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, like, those things are, like, those are invaluable. Yeah, like those things are absolutely invaluable. Like I feel like the like the people that are going to be support you early on and like yep. show you that they're actually down for you, like obviously if you can trust them, right? Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of people will tell you the things that you just want to hear like not to hurt your feelings. I don't yeah. really keep people like that in my circle. Facts. So like if it's that kind of support and like and that's honestly is one of my the biggest things I look for. Um, in my relationships today and, the, like, the women I date, is, like, yo, like, this Matthews thing is going to be a big part of me and my future. So, like, you're either going to be with that or you're not.
1: Like, can you show up?
0: Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, definitely support just because it, it just feels more real. Like, it feels more yeah. authentic. Like, I don't got to check that I can just cut someone right away. Right. You know, <laughs> but I, okay, but I, yep. I do I have my time and I do have, you know, yeah. one, like, what See, I and
1: it's, it's interesting, like, though, because some people come up with the idea or this this aspect in their mind, like, if even if I'm, like, if I'm just, if if I'm sending money, I'm showing you I care. Like the, yeah. Like no, some people would think like that.
0: I don't disagree because, look, I, man. Money like, is hard-earned, money right? Money is hard-earned, yo. Like, Shit, like, I, I don't know means so I come from like a rich family, yeah. And I definitely see, like, you know, financial stability is a huge goal of mine, yeah. Um, but I definitely see, like, how it can make things easier, yo, yeah. And, like, I'll say this people always say, like, oh, like, you know, people say, like, oh, they wouldn't want to cry in a Ferrari, like, they'd rather cry in a Ferrari, Ferrari. Like, you don't know what about that, but I'm like, nah, 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 like, I legit cried in the Civic before. Yeah. <laughs> Know what I'm saying? Like, I have legit Yes, sir in the Civic, bro. Yeah. So, like, if you're, if you're going to try to tell me that I don't want to cry in a Ferrari you don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about All right, I get that Because <laughs> I've cried in the Civic So, yeah. I would re- much rather have the money and have the funds and, like, be, have the ability to, like, afford therapy and counseling yeah. If I'm yeah, gonna for cry me. In a Ferrari then I'm good and, like, a million and one other way, so I cry in a Ferrari for sure. <laughs> he, but, said, uh,
1: he said so no for
0: sure. But See, in terms of success, like the person I'm going to rock with. Yeah. Because yo, yeah. that money can be there one day and it yeah. might not the next. Absolutely. But if someone's down for you, like truly down for you, that's not going anywhere. Well of course the
1: money not gonna be there tomorrow. We spend it. We're
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: <laughs> about to go spend it right I now. Spent, oh, yeah. you, you send me a thousand, it's getting spent. you uh-huh. Yeah. But last question. Number three. Now Again, we're talking about music. Um, It's Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about that, too. We're blending it in. Would you rather? What's more thankful for? So last thing I would say to you, would you be more thankful to have, like, a studio? Like, let's just say, like, a smart studio where everything is, like, done for you and pretty much all you had to do was worry about marketing? Or would you rather have to do all of the studio work by yourself without no team? And but you had like a machine to like push your music. What would you be more grateful? For?
0: See, I'm at the point at my artistry right now where yeah. like I am confident in my ability to record myself, I'm confident yeah, in my ability to mix a song, maybe not mastering yet, yeah, but like. I got Ozone for that. We should make it loud for me. Um, so, like, yo, and, like, I can say this, dude, is, like, truly, truly magical things have yeah. happened to me when I'm just in the studio for a couple hours. Right. So, for me, like, if I had the the team, like, around me to, to like, all not right, nah, we're going to take care of this, and, like, all right, this is Matthew's vision. We're going to make that come to fruition and, like, just let him be a studio rat and, like, make dope music. Like, yeah. that that's where I want to be. Like, I'm a studio rat through and through. Um, so definitely a smart studio, bro. See, he said, he yeah. said
1: definitely. Let me get this smart studio, yo. It is, it's interesting. Uh, oh, smart, smart, smart marketing, yeah. marketing yeah. Yo, see, and, and it's interesting because um, you never know what some person would say. Like I, I've had um, people, I like people ask the same question, but different sh- under different circumstances. Um, and they would say like I would rather have a, a smart studio but then I could I could basically be like Mariah Carey yeah like yeah. I come in the studio yeah. the song is written everything's right. Right. written it's already right. the engineer is ready to go I just go in say a couple words and I'm a
0: millionaire I see both. like <laughs> look, I see both because then like at that point you it, like look a lot of people do this because they want to be famous right I do this because I love it yeah, and I, I do music because it's all just always been a part of me, and I'm not even shitting on the people that want to be famous, right? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I do want an audience, and I do want to make money through people consuming math. Absolutely, right? So I don't hate on that by any means, but at, like I will say this is like I think that there are artists that love music, and I think there are artists that do music.
1: Ooh, another gem. Yeah. And nah,
0: everyone can do music. but yeah. only only some people love it, and that's yeah. not again. It's not hating. It's just saying something that's factual. No, that's facts. Yeah. I think,
1: it, it, and that's just the music industry in general. There's a lot of people that's in it that that's just, just they just do music or they just do the marketing. They just do. They right. don't actually have a passion for what they're doing. They don't actually like love or, or have this, um, ideology of paying it forward. Yeah, and, and, and like it's it's a very rare. Aspect. Especially in this industry, because a lot of the times it's about the money, it's well, about
0: the entertainment. So, it's in it, there's overnight success, right? Yeah, like so. Something that I really like to kind of talk about, especially in like this era of uh, you know, uh, shortened attention span, is yeah. like the access to entry in the music industry mm. is so 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 low today as compared to what it was when like Nas was getting on, right? You, Ooh. you. Let, I don't know, let, I think let, I might do this. Go ahead, I'm going to let you let me finish. Speak to it. Let me speak go ahead, go ahead. There's over 50,000 songs that are uploaded to Spotify every day. Go. You, so when I say access to entry, you don't need access to a recording studio. Oh, No, you don't need that, but, but you don't need the, the access to the the $50,000 soundboard anymore. Oh, no, you can buy a hundred dollar interface at uh, at Guitar Center. You can get a mic for a hundred bucks. You can get a headphones and your computer, Absolutely. and you can be making music for under $500. Absolutely, and then uploading it to every major DSP for $30 a year. Mm. You couldn't do that like when we were talking about, like, oh, yeah, you know, in like the Kanye, mixtape Kanye, era, right, exactly. And, yep, like Kanye West, yeah, like. You know, in the mixtape era, it was a little bit different because you had dat piff.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same
0: exactly. <laughs> so, like, exa- you still had to have talent. Yeah, you had to know someone who knew someone with the studio. Yes, you had to be able to show that you belonged in some sense.
1: No, I, I, I well, see, and I'm, I'm gonna say two things. Sure, sure. The first thing is that the, the number one, the access is. You're absolutely right. I thought you were saying the reverse. That is, it was harder now right. than it was then. But no. You're right. The access is so much easier now. It's more media platforms than it ever was before. Yeah. Um. It's more blogs than it was ever before. It's more radio stations and internet and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so much uh more availability that it's easier to be seen. Whereas before, like getting your mixtape around a country was like Tough. you know p- exactly like it's pulling hard, teeth yo. or doing a surgery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a surgeon, like yeah. It was that. It's that hard. Whereas now. Like you said, you can upload your song to all the DSPs, you know, for $30 a year, and like, essentially, it only takes for you, you can take a $100 marketing budget, and have yourself on playlists, uh, run Instagram ads. Yeah. You can do a whole bunch of stuff just with a hundred dollar budget. There's even like a, a platform it out, it called yeah. It's just and I'm just saying a start out for anybody like getting into the industry show, that show, wants show. to be seen.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so easy. Like it, let's just say you had a five hundred. It's like you you the whole world opens up to you in the sense of like you could book an interview for that that five hundred dollar budget. You could book an interview, have playlists get blog sites to write about you and, and and maybe run some instagram ads all within that 500 budget yeah. granted you actually budget it right and plan it out and it, and that's what it really takes it just take planning and
0: discipline right and i think you know a, a good approach to goals right because i think you know a big mistake that I made Yeah That is uh, starting out Was like Not focusing on All the streaming platforms Like you know I was paying for a Spotify playlist thing But I wasn't paying For Apple Music Or all Mac Right Or SoundCloud But why not Yeah uh, Or Tidal Like yo Tidal p- pays the most Per stream
1: So why wouldn't why you Why wouldn't you, you yeah. in Tidal Like yep.
0: and people People want to shit on Tidal like, what? For whatever reason like, No It doesn't matter
1: It's every stepping stone Small yeah, stepping yeah, stones To create the big bag
0: Exactly so uh what what is it? A million streams to make four thousand dollars. Yes
1: sir. No, that's one oh
0: that is we're talking on Spotify.
1: Spotify. On YouTube a million streams only pays you out about twelve hundred dollars on like each platform talk is, talk is talk different. Talk. Right, so exactly. That's the goal. But you wanna take point. one step. You wanna hit your Spotify this month. Maybe yeah. next month I'ma hit my YouTube channel. Maybe next month uh, I throw some ads for for a yeah. title for next the next month. You know, you jump around and you kind of push it. Sometimes right. it's about what you have going on. Cause then like you have. Um, creator campaigns right Creator campaigns where you have like a bunch of like it might be a skateboarder and he'll do like a skate video to your song you get paid for those reels that they right. drop you know that still builds streaming revenue um so there's those campaigns where you might say look i'm gonna put um two hundred dollars to the side and i'm gonna do creator campaigns this month because i'm dropping this new track and i really want to get traction on it yeah. and you start there and then you see from there well, this creator that did the skateboarding videos got the most attention, so I think the skateboard crowd likes this type of song. So then you start right. gearing that song towards those people and then now you start to see your your numbers start building rapidly and you like, "Yo, I only spent 100 bucks yep. this month.
0: How yeah. is this happening?" Yeah, and that's one song. Yeah. You want to drop one song a month, you do it again. And like so uh there's this there's this artist and also um you know, he's a, a great marketer and just like a yeah. content creator that I, I tap in with a lot just because I've learned a lot from him uh, named Nick D. Okay. um, And he has over a hundred songs on hmm. Spotify, but only like a couple of them have gone like really, really charted and like really gone, gone. You Gone know crazy. I mean? Yeah. Going crazy. But that's the thing. So in his mindset is like, dude, like a lot of y'all are, and like he was talking to me when he said this, is like, yo, a lot of y'all are trying to like. Go viral with six songs out. He's like, "What's harder to get is like a million streams off of six songs, or a million streams when you have a hundred songs."
1: Mm, talk to him.
0: I, I can't even like think like, about the math right now. I see, think it's it, a, I think it's a thousand streams per song. And,
1: and let me songs. let me let me let me say what happens too with what, what happens with this because like then you have that's
0: off of one that's yeah, Spotify because you Spotify,
1: have just like Spotify a hundred a hundred songs out right. And then, like, let's just say just two of them go viral and you get, like, 100,000 to a million streams on those two songs. Those two songs, what that's going to allow people to do is to see what else is in your library. You're going to... Because when you go to a person's profile, whether it's on Apple Music, Tidal, because once you have access to those DSPs, all of your music is on all of them. So when they see, all right, let me go look at this new popular song. Like, I'll give you Uzi Vert right now. He's... Uh, popping right now for the I just want to rock song. Just want to rock, right? But he also just dropped an album, right? So he's yeah. using his single to that he creator campaigns. They're doing all these dances to his single. Meanwhile, when you go to look up Lil Uzi Vert on the platform and you go to his profile, his album pops up. Yep, promotion. You gotta cross promote. Use right. things to to captivate people. Just to, once you got him and you direct them to the right
0: place. Yeah. You, you, You you, you win it. So something that I plan very heavily on doing and I'll, I'll, you know, just, it's a a gem for y'all. Yeah. Repurposing each song that you drop. Absolutely. So something that I would like to see a little bit more of. And I think think it, like, speaks a little bit to, like, being original and, like, just being creative. Yeah. In, like, the content sense of, like, so I have a a song out right now. Uh, I heavily intend to create a symphonic version of that okay with strings
1: Ooh. violins
0: and cellos
1: yeah people love um, that
0: exactly put out that version of it right but when i upload that version of it i'm gonna have the real version right behind it on the upload that's
1: how you do it But not
0: only that so i have a i have a four it's a four and a half minute song Okay It's a long song I think the average
1: right now That's hard It's hard
0: Three minutes and 30 seconds I I
1: would say the average in 2020 would be like two minutes and 30 seconds
0: (laughs) It's arguable It's a long song bro (laughs) Yeah But If I chop that song down to a minute mix Yeah Then I put the real version behind the minute mix Yeah And upload that yeah, also you're, like you're just just creating and then I have one more idea is to send it off to like a uh, EDM DJ, let him ooh. chop it up to an EDM See, version.
1: Those that that's great. I was just going to say multiple versions in general. Like when you when you create a song, you should have that performance version. You should have an a cappella version. You should have an acoustic version. So acoustic. Yeah. So so for different aspects like maybe you get invited to a poetry slam, right? Yeah. This is not a place for like you know an artist to perform, right? But if you had that acoustic version of your song, Jam. now you got the you got the acoustic going and you could kind of now your song has become basically a poem thanks to the acoustic version, and now you're still yeah. able to present this song to this different right. type of people, and they're able to digest it's it and fall in love with it. Completely
0: different kind of audience yeah. that you're now getting yourself in front of just by adjusting what you might typically do mm-hmm. and, and like getting a homie that plays guitar <laughs> like it's as simple as that yeah um, man and,
1: and, and it's also too it's, it's tapping into that network that the network that you have like we yeah. talked about earlier yeah. um, you know focusing on what you're doing there's other people that's doing that same thing and you when you utilize them you, you start to extend your reach you know what I mean? Absolutely. So look, Matthews, this was like one of the best interviews we had in a long time. I appreciate you coming through doing this Thanksgiving special Thanks, with brother. me. Appreciate it. So man. before we leave, let the let the people know where they can follow you at on the socials. Yeah, man.
0: absolutely. I am who is Matthews, no spaces, no nothing. Uh, it's with two T's. Who is Matthews on all socials, all streaming platforms. platforms?
1: Make y'all check out the music. Just he talked about
0: my ab- new single, Asyla check it out on all streaming platforms i do some crazy vocals on it uh yo jay so thank you so much for having me this was dope no doubt bro to do it again
1: make sure y'all lock in Thanks. turn it on turn it with up with the mic